VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Total Wine and More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities, up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply. It's time! With Bruce Buffer. And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are it's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. It's time. Hey, everybody, it's time. Again, I'm not Bruce Buffer. TJ DeSantis. is uh, Bruce gearing up for a uh, jam packed uh, upcoming schedule, which of course features the UFC showdown between reigning and defending undisputed UFC lightweight king Habib Nurmagomedov. He takes on the two-divisional champion and former UFC lightweight king Conor McGregor, the notorious one. Things are heating up. It is going down UFC 229. The world has changed, and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call, and collaborate. To learn more, visit Microsoft.com slash Teams. One week from this Saturday night in Las Vegas, Nevada. Cannot wait for that one. And uh, can't wait for Buffer to come back. Should be back next week. And uh, we'll get you hyped up for all the action that is going down in Sin City. Today on the program, another archive show, but a fun one, a good one. Uh, With the recent retirement of Jake Ellenberger, we go back to our last interview with the Juggernaut. Talk about his early days in mixed martial arts and where he was at uh, during the time of this interview, which was in um, May of 2017, so about a year and a half ago. And um, interesting stuff. We talked to Jake about the potential uh, retirement that was in his future. And as I mentioned, uh, he did just finally hang up the gloves for the final time. So uh, interesting to chat with Jake. Also on the show, Sammy Phillips. Uh, she is our relationships expert, and uh, she talks about a relationship she was in at the time, and uh, it's interesting. Sammy always has some good stories, so uh, hopefully you sit back, relax, and enjoy this broadcast. In the meantime, you can get at us on Twitter, at Bruce Buffer, at TJ DeSantis, or on Instagram as well, at Bruce Buffer UFC, and again, at TJ DeSantis. Also, if you are a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu fan, hopefully you will check out the Eddie Bravo Invitational. It is this Saturday night live on UFC Fight Pass, a 16-man one-night combat Jiu-Jitsu tournament. It's going to be awesome. Features some uh, UFC stars like Tamden McCrory and Josh the Dentist Near. So check that out. Uh, EBI 17, the combat Jiu-Jitsu middleweights, uh, this Saturday night live on UFC Fight Pass. All right, without further ado... Uh, Bruce Buffer with Sam Phillips and Jake Ellenberger. This is It's Time Radio. We'll see you next week. I think it's uh, probably another good time to remind people that if they're going to go out and, you know, have a few cocktails, beverages, have some good times with friends, that if they do choose to drink this weekend, they need to do so 
responsibly and make sure they get home in a safe manner. Lots of barbecues, lots of parties to go to, and everybody knows the risks of driving drunk. I mean, think about it. You can get in a crash, people get hurt or killed. Right. But let's take a moment to look at some really surprising statistics. One thing I want to point out, almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. TJ, that's wild. That's one person every 50 minutes. First, it's completely avoidable. I mean, think about all the consequences that come with drinking and driving. You know, you could hurt yourself, you could hurt someone else, you could lose your job. I mean, financially, uh, you want to talk about this not being a good decision. I mean, this can really hurt you and your family. A lot of things are going to happen. Right. A lot of legal expenses, and you probably will get arrested. You just don't want to think about those things. So plan a safe ride home before you start drinking. Designate a sober driver. We talk about it all the time. If you feel that you can't drive, it's very simple. Call a taxi. If someone you know has been drinking, take their keys. Arrange for them to get a sober ride home. That's called doing a good deed for a day, folks, because we all know the consequences right. of driving drunk. And, you know, if you're a little bit buzzed, you think it's no big deal. No, you're drunk, and it is a big deal. So simply put, Drive sober or get pulled over. Hey, Bruce, ever since we've podcast together and talk about mixed martial arts, I've had listeners hit me up, friends, family say, you know, hey, who's going to win this fight? Who should I put my money on? And I know for a fact you get the same questions and you answer the same way every time. You don't exactly say who people should put their money on, but you do have a place where all of our listeners can go and lay down some cash and do it in the best way possible. you got to check out a place called mybookie.com. See, here's a key thing, TJ. Whatever you're betting, it's just as important as to know who you're betting with. Right. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. And trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. Here's the key reasons, TJ. They've been in business for years. They have great reviews online when I check them out. And their mobile site is easy to use. You lay down some cash, and hopefully you win big today. I was talking about fights, but my bookie is not just a fight bookie. It's, uh, you know, there for the NFL, baseball. Uh, everything from top to bottom. This is a full-service online bookie. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win. Believe me, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you guys that like fantasy out there, mm -hmm. you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player is going to score each game. That's huge. And I think we got a little bit of a, a deal going on with uh, my bookie that if our listeners go over there and use the promo code BUFFER upon uh, their first deposit, we will match their initial deposit dollar for dollar. Exactly. So when you go to mybookie.com, use promo code BUFFER, all in capitals, B-U-F-F-E-R, to activate that offer. So visit mybookie online today. That's mybookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code BUFFER when creating your account to claim the bonus. It's real simple. Here it is. You play, you win, you get paid. And next up is our guest on the show today, none other than the juggernaut himself, Jake Ellenberger. Fresh off a UFC performance, we're going to go into it and talk about it today. And Jake, how are you? How's everything going? I'm good. I'm good. Bruce, how about you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, it's been uh, not too active uh, UFCs over the last four weeks. Um, actually, yeah, a little bit, but a couple weeks off kind of throws me into a loop sometimes when I'm not getting on the yeah. road and getting on a plane. Jake, it's always That's great. it to be a nice change, it's you know, a, a little... It is. You know, you, you catch up with family, you catch up with loved ones, and then you uh, realize that you have more time on your hands than you're used to when you're only home for three or four days at a time. It's an adjustment, <laughs> let me tell you. I'm sure. So, Jake, um, you know, recently at the UFC in Nashville, uh, you went up against Mike Perry. Uh, again, I always, you know, respect and love watching you fight. I've been a fan of yours for so many years. I hate to see you lose. I hate to see any of my friends and great warriors lose. It was a brutal mm -hmm. knockout, an elbow, which is one of the greatest 
fighting techniques and one of the, one of the greatest street fighting techniques, in my opinion, known to man. Right. Uh, I don't know very few people that would not have gotten knocked out by that shot that was received. So with all this, you've had time to reflect, time with your family, time with everything else. When I talk to people about being on the show, obviously, Jake, and I apologize for asking this question, but it's a question you've been asked already, I'm sure. People want to yeah, know sure. what yeah, what is in store for the future. They, they're they wondering after this long, glorious career you have, is it is it time to put up the gloves? That's something I would never answer for you. I would just like to ask you and hear your answer where you're at today and what the future holds. Sure. You know, it's, uh, you know, re- re- reflecting back to the fight, too, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. It's, it's one of those things, too. It's, you, you never, you never plan for something like that to happen. And, uh, it, and it's really part of this, you know, part of what makes this sport great. I mean, the unpredictability, you know what I mean? I, the, the million ways I envisioned this fight going, that, that was never even, it's never even a thought. So, uh, but yeah, unfortunately it happens, you know, one mistake, one error can, can cost you a, cost you the fight. And, uh, so yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I've had some time to reflect and kind of, kind of re, uh, re- reevaluate my, my career, my situation, but, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm definitely not done yet. You know, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm 32 years old. I just turned 32, you know, and then I know my, you know, I know that door is coming to a close, but, uh, yeah, not, it's not, not, we're not quite there yet, but, uh, yeah, I've had some time to reflect and kind of get back to reality, but, um, but yeah, I would say I, we're, we're getting closer to, to you know, I, I'm not, I, I definitely know what time it is, but, uh, not not quite done yet. Gotcha. And actually, I'm very excited to hear that. I, I'm I'm happy to hear your answer, because even though you know the reality is you've lost seven of your last nine fights, you've gone up against some mm-hmm. very strong warriors: Stephen Thompson, Jorge Masvidal, Robbie Lawler. I mean, come on. It's like you know these are people that nobody gets to face three fights in a row, much less you know every other fight. So you're taking on. Mm-hmm. A very very tough division. You are 32. I agree with you. There is more fight in you. I, well, your contract with the UFC, without getting too personal, you have more fights on your contract, or how does your how does it work? You, you consider that you'll end your career, continue your career, and eventually uh, end your career inside the UFC octagon. Is that your plan? Yeah, that, that, that is the plan. I mean, you know, for me, I, I've been fortunate enough too to have a great relationship with the UFC with Dana. Um, you know, and really, really being a company guy, you know what I mean. I've, I've always been uh, very, very respectful and very uh, grateful for for all the opportunities they've given me. Um, but yeah, I would say ideally, you know, I would like to end my career, you know, in the UFC, nowhere else. And uh, yeah, I, I did sign four fights before this last one, so uh, we, we would have three left. Um, but I don't know. I I, I don't know. I can't even. I couldn't give you a number. I don't know how many fights, um, how many fights left I have. But uh, I, you know, I do, I do know that fire is still burning. Exactly. So. Exactly, JP. You know what? I don't think it's like anything else in life. The only thing you can go if, go for it for me, example for me, is my next UFC, which is in Dallas, two eleven coming up. I don't think beyond. Mm-hmm. I don't think beyond that. Just like you thinking beyond your guns. Whoever the next gunfight is for you, that's really all it is. It's fight by fight by fight. You know, surviving the fight, moving right. on to take the next one. I wouldn't dwell on when I was personally. If there's advice here, I'm not trying to give you advice by any standards. Just my opinion, but it's like you got to go out there, knowing the warrior you are, knowing that you're going to go in and do your best, forgetting about mm-hmm. the last fight and just thinking about the next fight. You got three fights on your right. contract. That's the way it is. That's life. I mean, you know, we, 
who's going to be undefeated in the UFC octagon? Can you tell me that will ever be an undefeated fighter in UFC octagon? No, there won't be. Exactly, you know, and, and I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because you know, it, it proves this is this is definitely the toughest sport. I mean, hands down, you know, combat sports. I mean, you see, you see some of the best some of the best guys, and, and even me being from being a fan, from watching the sport grow from where it's been, um, you know, and, and seeing having having seen you been there since the beginning and and to what it's become is quite incredible. So, yet yeah, even from the fan inside me, it's it's it's. You know, I, I feel sometimes the fighters forget that, you know, this is a privilege and uh, and, and an honor to, to be a part of. Hey, Jake, that circuit outside the UFC is is pretty gnarly. It's it's changed quite a bit since 2005 when you came up. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Bruce. I actually got to see Jake's uh, sixth professional bout in a place called Medina, Minnesota, in the Medina Ballroom, part of the <laughs> An extreme challenge it's not, card. It's not Medina. It's Medina. It's Medina. Ooh, there. I said yeah. that wrong. That's before. all right. That's all right. But uh, <laughs> Jake, I mean, you. I, I say that there are multiple generations of uh, fighters, and I think you're the third generation uh, of fighter, which uh, started right around the time you turned pro. Uh, what was it like coming up at that time? Because the guys that you were replacing, in, in my opinion. You know the 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 Jens Pulvers of the world, the 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 Pat Militiches, the second generations from the pioneers. Uh, how much has this sport changed from when you started fighting in two thousand five to you know twelve years later now in twenty seventeen? Yeah, no, it's 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 changed. It's changed so much. I mean, you know, having my first fight two thousand five, and uh, just just kind of watching it evolve too. You know, I, I I'm from Omaha, and uh, yeah, I trained quite a bit at, at Pat Militich's gym, and, and at the time, you know, you. you I had seen guys like Matt Hughes and and the Jens Pulver and the um, Spencer Fisher, the guys you know, the guys that were uh, incredible fighters, and and uh, to see where it's see where it's gone and where it's still going is is it's incredible. I mean, obviously it's a it, it, we're in the entertainment business and it's it's a pay per view drawn sport, and and it, you know, I, I think Daniel Lorenzo and, and everybody who you know was was the original people that kind of started. In this organization, they they knew where it was going, and uh, you know, it, it just to be a part of that's been 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 quite a credible, incredible experience. But uh, yeah, I mean, as far as uh, as far as to see like where to where I've gotten to be a part of, I would say it's it is it's, it's really cool to see and even to see where it's still going. You see this, you know, I, I see kids in the kids in the gym and in, in wrestling too that are like have started so much younger than I did. And uh, are just extremely resilient, and seeing how how much more competitive it's gotten, it's it's, it's insane. Jake, uh, you know, I talked about that evolutionary process of mixed martial arts and where you were at in it. You know, for me, you were the first person to really sort of exemplify what it meant to cut weight. Because I remember the guy that you fought, Evan Bomer. He was significantly smaller than you. It, obviously, you both you know weighed in on point around 170 pounds, but Evan was a guy that should have been fighting at 145. And I remember when when Jake walked to the cage, Bruce, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, that is what a welterweight looks like. I had never seen a man <laughs> fight that was as, as wide as he was tall, and Jake Ellenberger was that first man uh, for me in person in, in a mixed martial arts uh, base. Hey, wrestlers can be very, very scary. Yeah. There's no question. And one thing about Jake, he's always stayed in shape. Yeah, Jake's one of those fighters which I really appreciate and respect. 365 days a year, 24-7, I'm in shape. I'm ready to go. 
you know, you talk about. I appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure, Jake. You talk about the uh, spectacle of sport, you know, which is really what we've all seen over the time. There's a story that just came out recently. Before I let you go, Jake, I want to get your opinion on. It's, huh? In my opinion, it's really disgusting that this is taking place. But in Japan, there's a 12 year old girl that's set for her amateur MMA debut on May 20th, and she's going to be fighting a 24 year old. What? 24 year old woman uh, this isn't a sport that's that is ridiculous no. okay now the fight will be contested at a minimum weight which is 95 pounds right the girl that's going to be fighting she's a big be, 12 year old yeah she's take your debut against a girl that's had a two and three amateur record okay not the greatest record as an amateur but this is just wrong it's wrong yeah mm-hmm. jake do you have any kids i do i have a son right now um he'll be two in july and what are your thoughts on his martial arts journey? Have you have you thought about if whether or not you're going to you know introduce wrestling and jujitsu and the onslaught of everything that you've studied over the years to your son? Yeah, you know, definitely. It's I think about it a lot too. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll introduce. I'll, I'll show him a lot of things. I, I'm not going to be one of those one of those crazy dads like I used to. I used to ref and and uh, ref like wrestling matches, and I see you see these crazy dads like, and I'm talking like four and five year olds. Like right. that I'm, I'm reffing and you see these dads that are <laughs> like, like slapping them. And like, if, if one of them started crying, he'd be yelling at him, like, don't, don't even come in. Is it, but it's crazy to see some of the, the antics of the, of the, of the parents. But yeah, for me, I, you know, I'll, I'll introduce him to everything, like all kind of, you know, anything he, he wants to play with him as far as sport wise. But yeah, he'll, he'll, uh, you know, he'll definitely be a martial artist, but I think, uh, as far as what he pursues is up to him, you know. I think one of the first things to teach him is like this. Is just again, my opinion is what isn't in my life. Uh, when I growing up with my dad, the first thing he taught me in fighting, he taught me boxing and stuff. When I was literally teaching me that around five and six and how to move and stuff. But his main oh. thing for me was teaching me how to handle the bully that I was going to confront, which was bound to happen going to school. And just the important thing was to punch him right between the eyes and keep punching until you until it stops, whether right. you win or lose. So maybe that might be the first thing to teach your son. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's funny because my my dad actually told me the same thing. It was you you hit him you hit him right in the nose or in between the eyes yep. and. You hit him as hard as you can, and and that's it. And I promise that he won't he won't he won't bully you again. And all right, so that's good advice. Good, <laughs> it worked for me actually. I, I after my first encounter, I he taught me a foot stomp, and I was grabbed from behind. I foot stomped the kid, and he started crying. And I thought to myself, I'm going to listen to everything my dad tells me wow. from now on. Was yeah. your dad Marco Huas? My dad used to teach hand. <laughs> no, my, no, my dad was the hand to hand combat instructor at, at Camp Pendleton for the Marine Corps. So it's like you know, I was learning all these things. Like, Dad, I don't want to kill my you know right, seven yeah. year old. Yeah. I mean, I'll punch right. him, but I don't want to kill him. He's teaching you Micmac, <laughs> right? Right. Exactly. My goodness, <laughs> Jake, you are thinking beyond your guns. You've got your podcast with John Orlando, who's also a friend of mine, and uh, and I know that's going really well. I was on your show with Boss Rutten recently, and I congratulate you and all that you know you, you got the fights you think it'd be on your guns and it's time to prepare for the future my man and you want to still and i'm proud to hear that you're still going to be the octagon warrior that we all you know love to watch fight oh i appreciate that yeah thanks so much and yeah you know things, things are going well we got, we got a lot a lot of things in the in the works for for the future and uh you know it's it's it'll live to fight another day exactly a little side note tj do you know who john orlando's dad is no tony orlando tony orlando and oh, wow. do you remember that yeah, yeah. of course and for tony sure. or- and I know you know Sammy, yeah. <laughs> Her mic's so, not on yet. That's okay. That's okay. But um, uh, Tony's a huge fan of the UFC. Huge fan of cool. the UFC. He was even in Nashville 
to watch really? Jake fight. Yeah, that's wow. how that's how big a fan he is. And in Vegas, he goes to all the shows he can. Yeah, still looks great. What is he? Seventy two. Yeah, yeah, great guy. I know. Wow. I think he's yeah, early seventies. Looks looks great. He looks fantastic. Yeah, looks incredible. People realize that's one of the biggest TV stars around. Back, For sure, back. Yeah. No doubt about it. So hey, J- hey, just real quick, last thing for me, Jake. Uh, I mentioned oh. being inside the Medina Entertainment Center when you fought Evan Bomer so many years ago. Uh, uh, obviously, I think uh, I'll probably still have a couple interviews with you going forward. Uh, you know, as my responsibilities with with Sherdog. But uh, thank you for everything you've given uh, mixed martial arts. You know, I'm, I'm a Midwestern kid from Minneapolis, and and you know, you being from Omaha, getting to the UFC, that meant uh, a lot for me and and my part of the country. And uh, you know, I, I can't wait to. You know, see what's next for you in the UFC, but but honestly, uh, I appreciate everything you've done for the sport, and uh, it's been a pleasure watching you. Oh, yeah, thank you, TJ. I appreciate that. And, uh, it's funny you mention that because even like people always ask me, like, did, did you anticipate doing what you're doing or be you know becoming a fighter? And even even when I was just like when I was a fan, and I looked up to these guys, you know, Chuck Liddell, George St. Pierre, these guys that I'm like. You know, one day, my my original goal was one day I'll get to fight in the UFC like that. How how insane, you know, how cool would that be to, to fight once in the UFC? Right. Which was which was really my original goal when I when I was competing and and uh, really fell in love with mixed martial arts. And so, you know, going from there to exactly, you know, it's like I'm I, I eighteen fights now. I've had eighteen in the UFC, which is is wow. it's crazy to even say. <laughs> it's insane, but. Uh, you, you know, know what I mean, it's opportunities to put that into perspective. I think when when Jake first started fighting in mixed martial arts, uh, the record for most appearances in the UFC was 15. Mm-hmm. And that was owned by Tank Abbott. So, so many things have changed because Tank is, is a, I mean, he's a he's a footnote and a, and a pioneer and whatnot. But uh, I like mm-hmm. these modern day records. And uh, the, the fact that you've made 18 walks to the octagon is a testament uh, to your durability and uh, to to sustain in, in your division too, the welterweight division, it's, it's like the best of Brutal. both worlds. You have guys that are very quick but still very powerful. It's like oh, lightweight. It. It's, it's you, crazy stuff. There's a thing in boxing we used to say that the middleweights, which are around 170, uh, mm-hmm. that a man weighing 170 pounds is capable of knocking out everybody from lightweight to heavyweight. Yeah, it's, it's a right. fast, speedy, extremely strong, especially with a wrestling base. You know, just tremendous respect. And we talk about your record and future records. I'm going to let you go here, Jake, in 30 seconds. I'm going to make a little prediction with you on the on the line right now. That yep. I've been reading, and I said this before, mm-hmm. Chuck Liddell is a warrior. Right. He will fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. He is mm-hmm. in a free moment right now. He's retired. But I said about six months ago, I have this funny feeling that we're going to see Chuck Liddell fight again. I'm not saying where. Right. I just have this funny feeling that it's- I... Uh, I, I know, but I, I I know it's not that I want him to as much as I would love to see him to. Sure. And I've talked right. I've talked to John Hackleman, you know, about this. And then I read yesterday John Hackleman commentating about potentially a three million dollar fight yeah. for Chuck. He and, was on Anakin Florian's yeah. podcast. Oh, was that week. okay? Yeah. So that was it. So this kind of backs up this gut feeling I have that we're going to see Chuck Liddell throw down again. There's always a demand for pioneers, and oh, and, who wouldn't want to watch Chuck? Right. Liddell? Of course. It's just whether or not someone actually has three million dollars to to throw out there and. I, I hope Chuck doesn't. I mean, Chuck has nothing left to prove. I don't want nothing wanna, at all. I mean, I would hate to say don't make three million dollars, but you the, can't say that to me, right? Yeah, <laughs> hey, Jake, don't make three million, okay? Yeah, no, but yeah, right. And that'd be a hard one to turn down, to be honest. Well, all I'm simply saying by this, Jake, is that when it is time to have that wonderful walk in the sun and go on to what your future holds, once you yeah. make that move, stay with that move. You know, I agree. I do. I, I agree completely. But. uh 
Yeah, I was I was a massive fan. I still am of Chuck, and, and you know he's always been a a guy that I've looked up to, and 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 uh, always enjoyed watching. So I love Chuck. Uh, my favorites know. of all time. Incredible. Great guy. Great. Great. Yeah. Great. On a personal level, he's he's a great guy. A lot of fun hanging out with Chuck Liddell. But right now we're hanging out with Jake Ellenberger. Jake, we're going to let you go. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Can't wait to be there roaring oh, you your name. He, he, he's a Midwesterner like me that has escaped the cold and has come uh, out west. So if you ever find yourself in L.A., Jake, let us know. We'll have you in studio. We'll hang out a little, little bit and uh, you know talk more uh, fringe stuff. Uh, Guaranteed. About the sport. No, I, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Jake. Take care, buddy. I like Jake Ellenberger, man. Um, What's not to like? One, one of yeah. one of the true pioneers when it comes to uh, mixed martial arts, and and you know the the second generation of pioneers. A lot of people hear the word pioneer and they think Hoist Gracie and Ken Shamrock. Uh, Jake Ellenberger is a pioneer in a completely different evolutionary type of way. periods. Right. There was this, then there was Jake's period, and now he's in the current period. Right. You know? No doubt about it. Have said hello to him had my microphone been on. Well, I mean, I'm to, just saying. To, to be honest, Sammy, if if there someone, was no no, 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 no time. if someone would have showed up on, on time, time, someone would have showed up on time. Uh, I was right. on time. No, 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 no. Right now, we've got 25 minutes. I was on time. I was on time. 12:30. is on time. You start at one. No, nope. we start at 12:30. Yeah, well, since when? Well, we set up for 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, we started at 1240. You still didn't okay, make that time. Right, we, got, we got a lot of good stuff here. Okay, I want to go Okay, good, good, good. Let's get to it. Okay. I miss you guys. First and foremost, Jesus Christ, is it recording me? Do you know Siri follows me everywhere? Well. And my phone just miraculously records crap really? and sends it to people. Yes. Can you turn it that sends phone it off to for people? now? No, it's <laughs> off. It's O to the F to the F. If That's my weird... phone randomly sent messages to people, oh, it's scary. I, would, I would delete all of my contacts. Whoa, that's extreme. Well, I mean. Just be careful not to but voice memo. Right. Hey, phone. listen, I have had, we're on air, right? Of course we okay, are. So I, I have had, I went through one of those situations with a girl that I was dating, and something happened that I had to tell my friend because I was a little upset about the way the girl handled herself in a social situation. I text this detailed text to her yes. instead of him. Yes. Did we start? Did we go out with each other after that? No, the relationship kind of came to an end after that. But Screeching you know, halt. Oh god! And at this after, I'm hearing her telling me how much she loves me, but that the love obviously disappeared really quick. You know, be careful when you text. I found myself yesterday doing that. I almost hit the button. I'm like, no. You guys yeah. have to be careful. Everyone has been. A victim to it. I'm just saying. Well, it, it's very easy, especially if you have the iPhone, which I think all three of us yeah, do. Yeah, we're iPhoners. The, um, the text feature, you just click on something. But there's a voice yeah. thing where it literally will just record you and wow. then send it. That's, I know. That's terrifying. No, I know. I always tell people if you get something that makes no sense for me, disregard. Should we uh, start off? No, I mean, we'll, we'll circle back. Everyone listening and watching at home. The illusion's over. We haven't recorded the beginning of the show yet, but uh, let's just let's finish with this part, and uh, okay. we'll we'll go through hard, and, and we'll set things up, and then post. get soft. Okay. So uh, I, I what goes through hard gets I, soft, I, isn't that the protocol? I don't know. Sammy Phillips is on the show, folks. Uh, disclaimer: If you're under 18, ask mom and dad if it's okay to listen to its time radio this week. You never know what you're going to hear Mm-mm. when the beautiful, the sensual Sammy Phillips is guest hosting. On its time radio, we're so, just here for the ride. When Sam's what? here, yeah. that's not the true. double entendres that are being thrown out in the last two minutes Man, are going to be going. I, I can't say anything around here. It's around Sammy, not I, around me. I, I'm I, what? It's not me. It's you guys. 
Right, Lead a horse to water. That horse drinks. Gulps. <laughs> I'm just saying. Gulp, gulp, gulp. By the way, you're looking very pretty. Today. Oh, thank you. I put on makeup because we're now recording these things. Can you turn off your cell uh, phones? That would be Bruce Buffer. Buffer. I'm that sorry. That is not me. It's almost like we haven't done this podcast for almost a decade. I thought I turned. I thought I turned it off. See, sorry. you wanted to blame me. Well, I mean, you were the yeah. one that was super late. I was not super late. I said I was going to be here by one. I said it. It's not like I didn't say it. All right, let's not spend ten minutes on the ten minutes you. Were I late. love both of you. I thank you. See, thank you. Love Listen is in the air. Mm, I legitimately okay. have love for both of you. Oh what? Whoa! Yeah. Hang on. Bullshit. Sorry, I had to say the word. Wow. What? He has never said he loves me. Remember, he refuses to he say. Just that. I just did. Are you ready? I mean, can, can you handle it? People can grow. People I, can this is, But it's like breaking news. Where is the CNN <laughs> scroll? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Hello. <laughs> Where is breaking news music? Come on. Come on, TJ DeSantis. Okay, so he has never, ever, he has absolutely refused saying that we don't have that kind of relationship. He only says that to his wife. Deedly, deedly, do. No, um, and, that, that's not what I said. Yeah, that's. I, I, I'm no. paraphrasing. I, yes. I've no, never said sure. that I only say it to my wife because I'll say it to a lot of people. Just it's not just, me. I don't throw it around. No. All right? I don't no. throw it around. I I know, but All right, no. so maybe Sam. I made an argument in the past, like we've known each other seven, eight years. We've worked together. We have a lot of love. I love you. You were like, I can't say I love you back. But now he said it. It's, so it's opened up a whole maybe, new door to your relationship. Maybe, maybe it wasn't even so much that I didn't love you at the time. But you maybe just that couldn't just admit wasn't, it. Maybe that just wasn't the right moment to say it. It's like a good hug. I don't genuinely like hugging people. I have a question. What? When you're dating and you're hanging. It's for me, not for him. Yeah, He's well, married. clearly. But he had to have dated his wife before saying, I love you. When do you go, I love you? Do you casually say, I love you to friends? Or is no, it you reserved say, only for... I think it ranges from this. I love what we did tonight. Oh. I would love <laughs> to see you again. Uh, okay. I love that movie. Uh-huh. I love this dinner. I love my mom. I'm starting to have feelings for you. Okay. I love you. It's like a graduation, okay? There's different levels of love. And what some about, people throw out the word love much too cheap. What about I've after said an it, orgasm? I've said it to maybe three or four women I've seriously been in love with in my life. In bed, during sex. I love you. No, no, no. If I said it meaning that, it's it's not in that situation. I mean, that can come out afterwards mm-hmm. in different ways. But I'm talking about in a conversation, you know, looking at them and say, hey, uh, you know, I, I love you. Okay, so what happens if a girl is in your bed and after the throes of passionate sex, as you can bring any woman to climaxes beyond and she <laughs> maybe <laughs> and maybe she like has a little tear in her eye and it leaps like before she could even stop it pair of paragliding off her tongue goes i love you what do you do did Glad you're having fun. Oh, good. <laughs> Glad we're having a great time right That's now. That's good to Unless know. I happen to love her. If I'm in love with her, then I'll say it back. I do not lie to women. But I, does it I, push I you away it. if you think that she's got more deeper feelings for you than you maybe might have for her you know, at the time? In the situation you're describing in the throes of passion, that's like a very emotional moment. You know, even entertaining what she's saying to me. So I'd be sensitive to that to still make it a beautiful moment. If I thought I went a little too far, then when everything's settled down and we're having a little dinner or a little tete-a-tete afterwards... I would go back because I, I believe in communication, <laughs> and I would clarify the level of love that was being expressed. Right, right, right. There's one thing to say, I love you. Right. There's another thing to say, I have love for you. And there's the one thing to say, I'm in love with okay, you. Okay, so which did you use for me? Did you say, I have love for you, you or I love, love you? Has love for you. I said, I have legitimate love, love. for both of you. Okay. Now, yeah. my oh, wife yeah. said, I love you to me on our third date. What? Complete accident. So this is what I'm talking about. It came out. She was feeling it. It's beautiful. No, 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 no. no. It was not that at all. I wish it was beautiful. 
Uh, her family says, I love you to end every conversation. Mm. So as she was getting out of the car, just See, by I habit, do I do she too. said to me, all right, I'll talk to you later. I love you. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and uh, uh, Is that when you went and bought a ring? Yeah, personal no, question. No. Personal question, if mm-hmm. I may. Sure. Yeah, we've been. Were you intimate with your wife by the third date? No, God, no. Wow, my wife. Pretty big statement. My, for you to say that. My wife's a lady, and we we <laughs> ladies <laughs> ladies can still, you know. We've been together twelve years be ago. We've been we, we've been together twelve years now. So, uh, I mean, uh, granted, I think there was still that third date sort of not myth, but like gen okay. rule or whatever back in two thousand five. But oh, that third date rule's been wait. Around we've forever. been together for fifteen years. Son of a gun. You just missed three years and just remember three years? Uh-huh. No, I mean, I just did the math. 20, 2005 to 2017. Well, wait, no, that's 12 years. Hey, listen. I don't know. Congratulations. Whatever. Yeah, I know. That's, that's constant time. time. As long as it's not minutes, or as long as it's minutes, I'm good with math. But. I have a question. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, for real. I want a guy's take on this. For real. For real and seriousness. Right, everybody listening I, I, and I watching. Wanna, Uh-oh. I want, I want to close one thing just real quick with my wife saying I love you on the third date. We made a bit out of it. So every time... We say goodbye to each other. Uh, instead of saying "I love you," we would say "I love," and then anything that rhymed with "you." Very so, cool. I love nice. shoes. I love um, use blues. Huh. So uh, now, twelve years later, sometimes when I want to text my wife, "I love you," I'll just text her a shoe emoji because I love shoes. <laughs> That's so cute. cute. Isn't it? It's, That's it's adorable. It makes thing. me want to be in a relationship. All right. How about we go on to some Wait, news? Wait, can I? No, no, no. Oh, get, 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 yes, get I thing. have a quick question. Yeah. A guy question. I need your opinion. Right, okay. Yeah. So I have gone out with a specific person. <laughs> specific the elderly person. man, okay. right? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Not the 70-year-old. No. Yeah. These old news. Yeah, you get literally. Is he still around? Right. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. He's in the the obituary. No, yeah. he's still Sorry. above ground, guys. Come on. Sorry. Okay, so I've gone out. Cremated, huh? Just kidding. Go ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> what do they call those mausoleums? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. You guys are fucked up. Okay. Sorry for the curse. Okay. Not really, but so I've gone out with a particular person twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. First time hung out. Don't really know each other, knew each other over social media. How'd you meet? Uh, Tinder? No. Oh, okay. Via an email. Just go ahead. Just tell okay, so question, I'm, question, tra- I'm trying. I'm Jesus. just getting backstory here. Yeah, Bob. yeah, no. Backstory is important. So the first time we actually meet, we hang out. We hang out to 2.30 in the morning. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Talking, talking. Very interesting guy. Funny. I like him. Don't know a lot about him. Getting to know him. Normally, guys always want to ask you about you. I asked all about this guy. 2.30 in the morning, we leave. He, I, actually, he leaves. And we say goodbye. Hug. Big, hearty hug. Like, a hug. Like, I'm appreciative. Like, you're a great human being. Did hug. pelvises touch during the hug? Uh, or was it a hug hug? It was like a, a hearty hug. It wasn't okay. just like a, a flimsy hug. Not it was a like sensual a hug. hug. It was a good hug. It was hug. Like, a, yeah. like a good hug. Good. Okay. Second time. We hang out. Mm-hmm. I go to his place. Mm-hmm. He takes me to dinner. Mm-hmm. We end up back at his place mm-hmm. to 2.30 in the morning talking again. Mm-hmm. On the same couch. Close. So I'm doing things like, you know, touching his leg when I'm making you're, you're a trying point. to give him a sign. Yeah. I'm giving yeah. him, like, 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 physical cues. When women touch you, they're interested. Hello. So 
I mean, and check it out. This guy knows my whole radio shtick. He knows me from the radio from years ago. So he knows, one would suspect and hope, that I put out on the first date. What the hell is this guy's problem? He could have gotten head the first freaking date. So here we are, date number fucking two. Okay, I'm saying it's a date. We're hanging out because I don't even know if it was a date. It's still a date. You're together. I don't even know what the fuck it you're was. You're together. It's a okay, date. Okay, whatever. Oh, we're hanging out. What is a date these days? Okay, anymore? this is what yeah. I don't even. Yeah. I don't even know. Right, go on, go on, go on. Okay, so two thirty in the morning. I called the Uber because it is getting late. I had to work the next day. He had to work the next day. Blah blah. Uh, at the front door. Hearty hug one more time, and then a hearty. Peck. I mean, like more than a, it was more like, like no. But no open mouth. No, no it's almost like an O kiss. Quick O kiss. Yeah, it was a quick O kiss. No tongue. No time for a tongue. It would be awkward anyway. Okay. There's an Uber outside. And this is the first kiss? Second. Well, okay. Second date, first Se- kiss. Yes, but okay. it, I wouldn't even quantify it as an actual kiss. No. It was just a hearty peck goodbye. So, so he kissed you like a passionate eighth grader. Uh... I don't even know if it was that. Again, I feel it was like a lot of appreciation. Like, you kiss your like, like, you're, like you're a great human. Like your great mom, to, and, you, great to your get mom to know and he you. was just home for dinner and he's saying goodbye. Go ahead. No, I think <laughs> it was not like a mom. One hopes that one doesn't kiss like that because it was sort of openish. So that would be, How old is he? Uh, not quite 50. Could, okay. you have, could you have taken the kiss farther or are you just reacting to his? his I'm taking his cues because, like, you know, also, I'm not used to this. Like, Going out, not doing anything, being like a normal person. Okay, so here's getting nothing wrong with that. Okay, so you said something, TJ, about three date rule or something of this nature. Well, I mean that's the general rule. Okay, so this is my question: the next time that we're going to see each other, where we're hanging out, we're supposed to see each other this week, just in a casual scenario Mm -hmm. with with friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like the next time we're going to hang out is next week. He's going to come over to my house, and then I'm going to make dinner. Now, do I wait for him to make a move on me? Do I be extremely inviting? Do I just go, hey, blank, blank? Can I? What is the deal? I got it. Can I? I'm taking it from here. All right. I totally got the answer. Buffer's going to wax. First question to you Are you attracted to this man? Fuck yeah. Okay, so then you're interested in being with him. Yeah, okay, wait. What's happened here? I just say one thing really quick. You guys know if I agree to go on a date with you, that means. Right, I'm you've said it on the show you. a million times. Yes. Right. So what you're dealing with here is you're dealing with a situation. Do you think he likes me? Yes. Oh. Yes, because okay. what you're dealing with is you're dealing with a gentleman. But maybe he doesn't know yet, so maybe that's why well, he doesn't want no, to get no, involved. Let me finish. I got, I got it. I got it. You're so used to, and I've been through this in my own life where, you know, I told this story to you a long time ago that when I broke up out of a serious relationship where I was almost going to get married, I started dating again. And after a few months of dating, I looked at myself in the mirror and like, why does all these girls just want to sleep with me? Why does nobody want to get to know me? You know, it's like that kind of thing. Right. You're in reversal now. Right. You have a guy that wants to get to know you, which is a beautiful thing, whether yeah. it's a woman to me or a guy to you, a woman to a man. And I want to get to know him. And you want to get to know, So that's what's happening. Yeah. So now, but, I, but wait, wait, wait. But as a man, he attracted though? Yes, yes. yes. Oh, as God. a man. Okay. Hang on. Uh, go ahead. He, I got it. As a man, for me in my lifetime, when that third or fourth date happened, it doesn't happen today so much because women, us- girls, don't cook like they used to. Oh, I cook. Right. So now you're. when I knew that I was going over to her house and she was making me dinner, that was like ultimately it was all going to flow. And in his head, he's probably going to be more comfortable. I would suggest that you dress not, in a negligee. No, 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 no. Just <laughs> sensual, as you're so good at doing. Sweatpants Try and a t-shirt, no, like my norm. No, I would. And a no, I would no. change a, a dress. Little, you can put on a little maid's outfit, whatever. But what? I mean, no, I'm just saying dress. 
That's too to obvious. impress in the re- relation oh, to what you're... You think sweatpants and a sweatshirt is the way to greet a guy that you're interested in, in yeah, I don't taking want underwear. further? Yeah. I'm a weirdo. I think there's nothing hotter than a woman in her home wearing See? sweatpants. Thank you. And a this is all right, that's fine. That's, okay. that's I'm, fine because I'm I am nuts. with you, TJ. I'm yeah. with you, and I absolutely agree. Easy done. Yeah. So, yeah. so the bottom. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly what I was going for. But, it's know. either a, 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 a summer dress or what has been termed a doomy dress because it's. In this oh. case, it's sweatpants and it's. So anyway, all the kidding aside. Yeah. I think you're setting the perfect tone. To have this, where maybe this time, instead of reacting to how he reacts to you, press it a little bit when the time is right. Should I kiss him? Yeah, why not? Really? Why do not? You, do I you? know, but you know what? I'm such a man in so many things. I'm not a man. But, I mean, I'm, like, very alpha. Your, your personality I don't, I wanna, is, is such I'm a, yeah. alpha in business. I'm alpha in relationships, my friendships, all kinds of shit. I want to be the woman. I want, I don't you know. You want to be pursued. Or I just want to feel feminine. <laughs> sure, I get that. You know, without having to wear a freaking fracking dress. Can, can I tell you, you were you were questioning if he's attracted to you? Yes, he's already proven that with one gigantic thing that you said. You said the that, hearty pack. No, oh. no, no. You said that he wanted to uh, hang out with you on a night where he had to work the next day, yes. and you guys stayed up until two thirty in the morning. Yeah, twice. I'm not staying up until two thirty in the morning for my wife that I've been with. For that long. What have I said on the show a million times that is now going to hell in a handbasket in this country with, with the younger generation? Yeah. Communication, talking, met talking, phone calls, communication yep. is the greatest foreplay in the and world. And he prefers calls as to opposed to Because he's a, cause yeah. he's a, he's a he's man. A, he's a, he's a man. Yeah, he's yeah. a man over or 35 okay. that is and handling it, it right. Out. I left one thing out. He has two children that are... Does it bother you? No. When I was younger... Maybe, but also they're not like toddlers. They're right. teeners. Right. Yeah. right. So they're olders. Right. right. They they want to stay away from y'all. No, I no? think he spends a lot of time with them, which I encourage. Yeah, but they want to stay great. away from both of you when you guys are together. I don't know. I've never met them, but they seem yeah, very well, sweet. Pointing. Well, I mean, again, I've just kind of met this guy. Right. I, I, know, like, I know a guy that's got a, for sure. I know a guy that's got a worse problem than you. You want to hear it? Yeah. All right. Over the past five months, this guy, Matthew Herrick, he, he's living in this house. In the past five months, over 1,100 men have showed up to his door <laughs> expecting uh, to have sex with him. With him? Yeah, he, he's, he's actually suing Grindr. Oh, the, no. The thing. The popular dating app for, for gay did and somebody, bisexual did men. Did somebody put his thing up on According to a ad? complaint... He's the victim of an elaborate revenge scheme yep. on Griner's platform. An ex-boyfriend of Herrick's, I guess the gentleman's gay also, uh, who says he met him on Grinder has allegedly been creating fake accounts since 2016, October. The accounts have Herrick's... I'm not laughing. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. The accounts have Herrick's photos, personal details, including some falsehoods like a claim that he's HIV positive. Oh, oh no. That's so, terrible. That's, that's, that's criminal. That's slander. That's criminal, yeah. right? Wow. That's slander. Yeah. yeah. So I he's mean, had 1,100 dudes have shown up at this guy's house if, in five months. If you're giving someone's address out, uh, unbeknownst to them, that's criminal already. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, spreading out personal information like that, true or false, it's terrible. Can I tell you, I've been a victim of the very same thing. Seriously? Yes. Okay. So I lived next door at a certain point to a gay friend who was extremely active on the grinder. And what he would do <clears throat> is apparently send them to my apartment to pre-screen them coming in the building, and he would be able to see them 
and then I'd be like, uh, I don't, I, you know, I have no idea who you're like, blah, 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 blah. And if he liked them, he'd run out and grab them. So the first time oh. it happened, I leave my front door open sometimes. Like everybody in my building, we have our front doors open. Cats go in and out. People go in and out. It's very fratty, right? Right. So I was literally in my bathroom trimming my vagina hair. So I had no clothes on. I've never quite heard it referenced I, I, like that. I don't know why that was. Uh, why was that so scientifically perfect? I don't what know why the, that was necessary <laughs> details in the story. Because I was standing naked in my bathroom trimming my pubic hair with a scissor and a comb. See? Looking down, hunched like a turtle, and in walked a random grinder gaming. Oh, he walked in? He walked into my fucking oh, apartment. Oh, my God. And looked at me, and I looked at him, and I was like, who the fuck are you? And so he like, went straight at he first went, sight, right? He went straight at first sight? No, he went straight out <laughs> my door and started running. And I'm like, who are you? And that's what? how you found out? Uh, well, yeah, that was the first time. And then when it happened a second time, I asked Buddy next door. I'm like, uh... Are you diverting them to my apartment Dude. by chance? Hmm. And he goes, "Oh yeah, I do it all the time." That's not okay. You got, yes, you got PO'd, right? Uh, yes, I got PO'd. Yeah, yeah, pissed I mean, off. I, yeah, I, I, yeah I would, you can say it. It's okay. <laughs> I would. Yeah, of of the things that yeah, you say. Yeah, no, I chased that MRFer out the building. I'm like, "Who are you?" And I had like a towel sure. wrapped around me. Why like was I, your door unlocked? I just said we do that. It's at our, they're a little, they're yeah, open. Th- there's we're certain, like in a little enclave, conclave. There, there are certain times when you lock your door. I just wasn't realizing. I just got the pension to, maintaining, to cut the pubic hair. And there, ma- yeah, maintaining yourself is one of those times you lock the yeah, door. Yeah, I would think when you're grooming. I, wasn't I think, I think the problem next time, I think it would be like when you're grooming. Yeah, so, no, no, no. Grooming. Now, when I groom, I <laughs> yeah. make sure to keep it locked. So. I, I, this is well, obviously, with the new guy you're dating, it's not going to stay I'm locked. I'm not dating him. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm uh, just hanging out. I think you should make no, him a nice you're, dinner, you're put candle, yeah. candle lights out, put some candle good shot, yeah, yeah. put some Sade or some of the good Ooh, music yeah. up on, yeah. the, on the thing. Create the, create the mood. Yeah. Put on your favorite sweatpants, you know, and just uh, just go to town. Just have a good time. You know, after dinner, sweatpants might not be a bad move if you're going to, like, watch a movie yeah, together. Yeah. Like, okay. You know, oh, you yeah. guess what? I've the, offered. The, I want to slip into something more comfortable routine. And one quick thing: yeah. don't make a heavy dinner. No, no, no. Do no, not no, make no, a light no, dinner. I don't want to take a poo. What? I don't want to have to fart. What are you I make? wasn't really thinking of that no, end of the equation. You have to think about that I was thinking you about don't the guy. Have to go to the bathroom. I, Look who you're okay, talking to. I wasn't to. going there. I was thinking about the guy who's with you. You don't want him to go. Oh, I'm so full. Oh yeah, you and know? also you have to be careful, like no asparagus. You know that, right? You're a gas that makes the pee smell. Oh my God, and the cum and the whole inside. Sammy Phillips show, folks. The whole nine yards. Has no problem dropping that word, but but po. Yeah, po, po, po. He said po. I said. I got some. I got something here for you. Oh, good. Kim Kardashian's tush. Right. Have you seen the photos lately? We're gonna go there too. Literally, her moneymaker. Her moneymaker, but it's for sale now. What? You know how it's for sale? As a pool. Floaty. Oh, yeah. It's a full floaty of the Does cheeks. Does it come with lumps and bumps? <laughs> right there. Oh, you know what? Mm, that doesn't look like her ass. No, it didn't. Okay. They're selling it for $98 on the internet. A pool floaty. You know what? These little kids just popped our two pool floats the other day. I was really annoyed. Talked about right. being PO'd. I'm going to order the Kim Kardashian ass float for it's, my building. It's right there then. just It's right. Look, I'll send you the link. I went Thanks. to a Kmart a couple weeks ago in Nashville because I was bored and I uh, You saw found, the Kim Kardashian No, floaty? I found a poo emoji floaty. Oh, which yeah. Those I, are cool. I thought it was funny. Yeah. the You know, poop. You guys are sick.
Why? Sick poopers. Well, I mean, you know, I just thought it was, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was kidding. chocolate pudding. I'm like, All right, let's talk pudding. about that TMZ picture that came out. Do you notice that when the when the one picture of her came out, that was obviously lumps and bumps. You could, as a woman, I'll let you do the description. Cottage cheese. So then, or just it just looks like it's not natural. Okay, it's far beyond unnatural. It seems. So then, the next day, two days later, suddenly these incredible pictures that came out. Do you think those were photoshopped? Yes. She's been known, allegedly, supposedly, to Photoshop everything. And then if it's anything that's in, like, a form-fitting, tight ensemble, there's Spanx, dude. It just, like, have you seen the video online? It's, like, on Facebook where this obese-ish woman with wiggles and jiggles and rolls and fat puts her, zips herself into this bodysuit and all of a sudden becomes this skinny person. Oh, give me that. Oh, here, I'll find it. Here. Please, sign, yeah. sign me up for that. Yeah. While you're looking for that, that's uh, false advertising, though, because when you take off that like disgusting sweatsuit, I'm married. My wife knows what she well, got. Wait, you know, <laughs> women are entitled to do whatever they want to do. I mean, do you consider push-ups and 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 you know cups and all that go there? Is that false advertising? Yes. Well, no. If it's a push-up of your own natural yeah. God-given gifts, no. But if it's the cutlets where it's like the fake Who water cares? balloons, if it gives, then that's I mean, not. Well, if, when you it, take off the bra and the girl has a size A and you think yeah, she has but, a D, but that's not real. That's that's up to those individuals. Like if you individual if taste. you can do something that makes you feel more confident and and will give Fine. you an edge going yeah. out in public, like go ahead and do that. Because again, like if you, that might chase away. Uh, a fling, all right, but it's not going to chase away the the man of your dreams. It's not going to chase no. away true love, unless you're dealing right? with a shallow hell, right? You know, sure, you're dealing with a shallow hell personality that could possibly yeah. happen. So, yeah. speaking of tacklet, tacky a little bit as we talk about a few of these things. You know, Aaron Hernandez, of course, we all know that uh, he committed yeah. suicide recently. Yeah, we talked about that last week, right? The the car that he allegedly was driving during that 2012 uh, drive by shooting mm-hmm. was on eBay. What? It was on eBay, uh, and after the bidding, get this. This is sick. Who the, I, I can't understand why. People I mean, are disgusting. It was already at a $100,000 mark. It had broke the $100,000 mark, but eBay's pulling it off, pulling you know, it off the auction. You you and I, Bruce, have talked in the past about World War II memorabilia and, and, mm-hmm. and guns, and you've talked about not feeling comfortable owning uh, you know, the, anything the, to do with the genocide, right? Which and, was not all of the German military, right? But 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 again, like that, it, it's still historical. Do you know what I mean? There's still yeah. a lot of historical value to it. While it's grim, it should be preserved to tell stories. This is something that shouldn't be preserved. It should be preserved. And you know, in Germany, I told this before, but in almost every major city, there'd be a bombed out building. Like in Berlin, there's a church. Uh, in Munich, there's something, and of course, they still have. Uh, uh, I think it's Auschwitz or Dachau that you can actually go and tour. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how did, you could feel comfortable doing that, honestly. Mark Ratner took the tour one time, and he said it, just, it was very hard for him to take that tour, as it is for anybody that has you know feelings of what the horrific things that happened back then. You can't plan anything after that. But that's an example. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like, try to go get a cup of ice cream after that. I'm not going to go see a comedy. No. So, like you're saying, you know, preserved, and like the country of Germany is just like, this happened, and, you know, this is the... Not saying we're remembering it. Well, but you have it's to like, own it. I mean, you have to own it. Yeah, this, there are plenty of things about this country that are. And not I love. Great I love things. Germany. You know how much sure, I love sure. Germany. I mean, I love the United States. Yeah. I don't like the way we treated Native Americans when the Europeans arrived here. You most, know what I mean? Most, it, most people don't realize the numbers involved oh. in that genocide. Yeah. If people knew the numbers that the, our great country of America was involved in in past genocide, mm-hmm. I don't think the average person has the real idea. No. You know? No. I mean. Eh, Anybody that says, oh, these Native Americans that are making money off the, the reservations casino is ridiculous. I wish I could have that. And it's like, 
I mean, granted, there are a few exceptions, but odds are, you know, your entire family tree wasn't reduced over a short period of time. You know what right. I mean? Like the, the things that happened to those people that, again, were here long before Europeans came. Uh, it's, it's very sad stuff. Very sad stuff. <clears throat> um, getting into some collectible action, you know, Sammy, I know you know Steve McQueen, as we talk about oh, him yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. I know Chad, his son, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. He's one of my best friends. Yeah, so the um, uh, McQueen motorcycle, and you know, the, his stuff goes for hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's crazy. They're following a, his production company, following his appearance in a Japanese commercial uh, in 1973, or for the 1973 CR250, whatever. I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. Uh, they just uncrated an actual Steve McQueen motorcycle, it was in a crate. Wow. And the guy that created it um, is from the uh, dealership of the legendary stuntman, Bud Elkins, who is the man that drove the bike in The Great Escape. That jump? Oh, yeah. He's the sure. one. He was the stuntman that did that jump. So the odometer reads 19,400 miles. This bike's going to go for probably close to a million dollars. That's crazy. It's crazy. And that, I mean, yeah, that, that that should go. I mean, I don't know if it should go for that high, but like after we hear something about the Aaron Hernandez, like. <laughs> You know, evidence to a murder going for a hundred grand. Like I feel better about this situation. Steve McQueen. You know what I mean? I, I agree. Steve McQueen's fire suit he wore in the movie Le Mans sold for seven hundred fifty thousand. That was a wow. fire suit. That wasn't even a motorcycle. The watch, the Tag Heuer watch he wore in the film also sold for seven hundred fifty thousand. I can only imagine what this would go for. Another thing I told you about, uh, and if you look on the thing I sent you, TJ, the nineteen fifty four Bowman Mickey Mantle card that I cherish, one of my. Yeah, prize possessions of my sports collectibles. It's a PSA seven. I talked about a month and a half ago on the show how it sold for eighteen hundred. Has it, just, it gone up? It just sold again yesterday for two thousand seven hundred seventy-two dollars. That's a it's huge markup. Huge already. markup. It, that, that set the price. Wow. That's yeah. it. It's going to go. That's it's not going to go, go down. For. It's not going to go down. Yeah. I can't tell you people enough. I say it all the time. Write us about your collectibles on this time radio. Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe, the iconic couple's marriage certificate is going on the auction block. The winning bid is estimated to reach $75,000 for that piece of paper. Wow. $75,000. Wow. Marilyn Monroe stuff, like Steve McQueen's items, it goes for big money. Those estates each make in the area of like seven to $12 million or more a year still to this day. That's crazy. And Chad, of course, runs the whole thing for Steve. Wow. Sammy, what do you got to promote here? How's your comedy show going? How's the penthouse going? Everything going well? Yeah, what everything's you- going great. Uh, just follow me, guys, on Twitter, The Single Life, Instagram, Sam's Pajama Party, uh, Facebook, The Real Sam Phillips, or Sammy P, uh, Sammy Phillips, S-A-M-M-Y. And when you come back next, I want to hear about this third date and the Jamma Jamma Party you're, you're planning. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. There's we're gonna, tons we're, of We're going to keep up stuff. to date on that, Sam. Yes, of course. Okay, great. Thank you. I love you guys. Love you too. Thanks for coming in. You guys are all right. <laughs> oh, come on. Say it. Say it now. Say you love me. Do give it, it. Give it to her. Make her. Come on. Love you, Bruce. Love what? You what about me? Like a brother. Yeah, you're, you're great. We're tight. No, no, no. Say the love. Say the love. You mean it. You you know it. Come on. You've got a woman begging for you to say something. Come on. Give her what she wants, give it, to, give it to me. I have legitimate love for you, Sammy. There oh, you. okay. Legitimate love. That's even better than I love you. It's that's probably like, even better than puppy love. That's like yeah. for real, legitimate. Yeah, legitimate. Yeah, that's okay. it. I it's legitimately done. love you too. All right. Uh, quick, quick shout out to the boxing world. Last Saturday, I heard about it. Was a yeah. throwback to the great fights we haven't seen in a long time in the heavyweight division. Uh, the great fighter boxer Vladimir Klitschko for ten years has reigned. Uh, went up against the 
19-0 undefeated Anthony Joshua. I think he's 19-0 now. I, it was a fantastic fight. Klitsch were getting knocked down like three times to Joshua's one time. And fantastic boxing round. match. Come on. Fanta- fight. Okay. Fight. Fantastic boxing match. Still people are going to call it a fight. Fantas- no, I'm kidding. We can, I know, I know. Fantastic boxing match. Announced by none other than my legendary brother, Michael Buffer. Very happy. 90,000 people sold out. 90,000 people at Wembley so Stadium. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Big, big the UK deal. are the great. They go down sometimes as the greatest fight fans in the world. Those guys love their pugilism, no matter how much comes through. So congratulations, Anthony Joshua. It's definitely worthy of a rematch. Had so much fun watching that this weekend. You've got the Canelo, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez fight. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. fight coming up. Another big fight. Two big boxing matches in a row. And then next week after that, we go to Dallas for UFC 211. Yep. Can't wait. You're going to be there? I'm not. You're no, not going to be there? No. Uh, can't wait to announce that card's sick. No, it's uh, sick. They say everything's big in Texas, and uh, the UFC it's really it. put out a big card for 211 to bring it to Dallas. Absolutely. So, can't wait to awesome see everybody stuff. in Dallas from the Octagon. Can't wait. I'm going to run up to Canada before that, do a little thing with Budweiser in Canada, go right down to Dallas and have a great show. Outside of that, folks, thank you for tuning in. Everybody, thank you for the recordings coming in, the weddings, the birthdays, everything else. We are Mama Jam at Buffer Enterprises, and we are loving doing these every week on video. I put a special on BruceBuffer.com for those. And also, if you want more intricate, more detailed videos, we can do them on green screen and put anything in the background you want. Just check out BruceBuffer.com for appearances, for fees, for all that, for anything you want. And, of course, for It's Time Radio and everything else going on in my life. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Everybody treat everybody around you with respect. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. Be honest. Be strong. Set your goals. Write them down. Pursue them. Life is about winning. Why? It's time to win. That's what we talk about in It's Time Radio. That's how I lead my life. And I hope that three-foot theory of putting everything out to everybody listening, that you're happy and successful as can be, that will make me happy. That will help me be successful. Do the best you can be. See you next week. Buffer out. It's time with Bruce Buffer is a TJ DeSantis production and is property of Buffer Enterprises Incorporated. Its content is intended for private use only. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Toyota's Labor Day sales event is ending soon. Save big with 0% APR on 13 of Toyota's top-selling models like RAV4, Camry, and Corolla. Don't wait. Toyota's Labor Day sales event ends Monday. Toyota, let's go places. Click the banner or visit buyatoyota.com. The world has changed, and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call, and collaborate. To learn more, visit Microsoft.com Teams. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.